parents in the Lord, for this is right, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Tired of the message tonight, simply training to obey God. <coughs> Excuse me. Training to obey God. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you again for the opportunity we have to open thy precious word. Father, thank you again for the testimonies tonight and how you're working in the lives of your people. And Father, we thank you that we have a personal God, that you are personal, that you are interested in our every desire and need and that we have and you care about us and Father you watch over and protect us uh, as you know Satan accused you of having a hedge about Job and you did not deny that and Father we thank you for the hedge protection we have when we walk in the light of your word so Lord just pray that you just speak to our hearts tonight again that you be glorified and honored encourage us and challenge us we pray in Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Training to obey. You know, this is a, this is a, uh, a message that I think is vital to the life of a church, the life of our homes. You know, I think it starts in home. Life of our homes, the life of our church, and really the life of our nation. You know, we have gotten away from, we know how to train our dogs, we know how to train our cats, we can train all kinds of animals. Educated people do those things, but they can't seem to train their children. I remember Pastor Webb saying one time that, you know, he had a guy lived across the street from him that had some doctor's degrees, several degrees behind his name, and he asked Pastor Webb if he could train his kids. Very educated man. Couldn't do anything with his children. Yeah, he's teaching in a university somewhere. Uh, but I want to notice simply tonight several things. First of all, the command to children in verse 1. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. They, we are to obey our parents. That word obey simply means to listen to, to hearken to a command. In Hebrews 11.8, the Bible says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. So he had been given a command by God, and he simply hearkened or listened to it and did it. That's really what this means. You know, obeying is right. Uh, the word right means, you know, it's, it's it duty requires or it's acceptable or it's pleasing to God. It is the right thing to do for children to obey their parents. But not only are to obey them, we are to honor them. And this is a command also that we are to honor our parents. The word honor means to regard or treat with reverence. Uh, it's, it's uh, or respect. You know, two times... The word is translated value in the scriptures. You know, if you value something, you give great consideration to it. You, you, it's, it's, it's of importance to you. You know, we often say, why well, value his thoughts on the matter? In other words, you would take his thoughts and really 
seriously consider, they would weigh heavily upon a decision you might want to might be making in life. And so we are to not only obey our parents, we are to honor. Somebody has said that to honor your parents is to obey with a good attitude. To obey happily. So we are commanded. Now, this command is a principal command. Now, notice verse 2. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now, the word first is interesting. It means first in rank, influence, it's chief, it is principal. You know, the word principal means that's of, of importance or it's of highest rank. So when he says this is a first commandment, this is the chief commandment. This is of most important commandment. Children, obey your parents. Now we might not think that's so important. But God says it is. Think about it this way. Proverbs 23, 13 and 14 says this. Withhold not correction from the child, for thou beatest him with a rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat, with him, beat him with the rod, and shalt deliver his soul from hell. Hebrews 12, 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers, our flesh, which corrected us, and then we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? You see, on this commandment rests the probable relationship that that child will eventually have with their heavenly Father. So when he says this is the first commandment, notice, he's talking about something that is of primary or chief or most important. Why is it? Why is it all of a sudden, when we started adopting Dr. Spock's ideas and philosophies of child training, that churches began to dwindle? That we have this lawlessness in our society. Because with all that philosophy, we've lost a fear of and a reverence of parents and therefore we've lost a fear and reverence of God we've lost a fear and reverence of the police we've lost a fear and reverence of government because all those are authorities that God set up you see these little toddlers that sass their parents This is, the, this is the first commandment. This is of vital importance. It's very important. And so it is a principle or the principle command. It is a command with a promised blessing. Again in verse 2, honor thy father and mother, which is the first man with promise. It has a promised blessing with it. Of course, that is a quotation from Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16, where the Bible says, Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. 
Now, God made the children of Israel promise. You honor your father and mother, and your days will be prolonged. You see, it's at your feet of your father and mother that you learn to submit to the authority. The authority of God. You know, there's a curse. Was look at the opposite. Think of the opposite. There's a curse to children who dishonor their parents. Proverbs twenty verse twenty says, "Whoso curses his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness." Proverbs thirty verse thirteen or verse seventeen, "The eye that mocketh at his father and despises to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat." See, there's a promised blessing to those that honor their parents. There was a man I worked with years ago. I called him Little Bill. His name was Bill. And he was a spoiled little brat, although he was an adult. But he said, he said one time, he said, I'm not going to live very long. He said, I didn't have any respect for my parents. I didn't respect my parents. I went, you know, I'm still not certain that he was saved. I had my doubts. But he had a lot of, he, his, his life was difficult, unhappy, unfulfilled. Even though it was a life of ease for the most part. He was an unhappy man. Now this command, now this command, is given to children. It says, children, obey your parents. But really, in reality, can children learn on their own to obey their parents? No. So really, it's a command to parents to obey God and train our children to obey God. That's really what it is. You know, this has to be taught. It does not happen on its own. It will not happen on its own. Now, I grant it, there are some children that it's easier, they seem easier, but all children have a fallen nature and, and have this rebellion uh, within them, and it, it has to be taught. But I think oftentimes we say some children have, it's easier to do, I think it's just some children got their will broken earlier in life. And therefore, the rest of life was easier. So this, this is a command, really, to parents. And that's what the rest of the chapter is about. In, uh, uh, well, actually, it's just verse 4. And we'll, let's look at this. It says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So there's the command to children to obey. And then there's the command to fathers. And the first thing is, he's, they're to provoke not their children to wrath. The word provoke or provoke not has the idea of the meaning don't arouse them to wrath, anger, or exasperation. Now, you might say, well, what provokes children? What is provoking to children? Well, I've got several things here. Number one, changing boundaries or rules. In other words, inconsistency. 
You know, it frustrates. It frustrates children. It frustrates adults when there's constant change. You know, if you go to the workplace and they make this rule one day and then the next day they make another, they change the different, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. And, and children can be exasperated when boundaries or rules are changed. You know, the cause of this is many times is our emotion at the time. You know, if you're happy, it's always yes. If you're not happy, it's always no. That ought not to be the termination whether something's whether it's right or wrong or emotion. You know, right or wrong should not be determined by the fact that maybe I was upset. So changing of boundaries or rules or the lack of boundaries. They don't know what is right and what is wrong. Or they're left to decide for themselves. Look at 1 Samuel chapter uh, 3 and verse 13.